Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we are doing the full episode on Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Hopefully, if you've been subscribed to the show for a while, you already listened to our little special mini episode with my parents talking about this one, our initial reactions. But now we're going to get into some puzzle pieces and do it with the help of the lady one from the Screen Fix podcast. She's been on the show before, but just on the Avengers Super episode. So she's never been on a full episode before. So I've been trying to get her on for a while and glad to have her here. So uh, this movie, of course, Hobbs and Shaw, if you don't know much about it, it's a spinoff of the Fast and the Furious films, which is absolutely ridiculous that it even needs spinoffs and that it's become this big universe with super soldiers and God knows what else. But, um, people love these movies and they are absolutely ridiculous. And when they lean into that ridiculousness, that's when they're at their best. And, uh, well, we'll get into whether or not this one leans in the right ways when we get into the conversation. Before we do, though, I want to remind you to subscribe to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. Also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, a movie discussion group, and uh, go to our website, PiecingPod.com. You can sign up for our mailing list there. Also, you guys know I'm going to start doing a lot more contests and stuff. Well, I just happen to have an opportunity to do a little contest right now. Uh, we were just given the go-ahead to give out five pairs of tickets to a free screening of Angel Has Fallen, the newest movie in the uh, Has Fallen series. Is that what you call it? Olympus Has Fallen and uh, whatever the other one was. But <laughs> Angel Has Fallen. Uh, it's coming out in a few weeks, but we have screening passes for August 20th at Town Square. You get to skip the line and everything, and we're giving out five sets. So for the first set, I figured let's do it right here on the podcast. If you're listening to this episode, you're hearing this, you can email me by davidrosen at gmail.com. Again, the email address is bydavidrosen at gmail.com. And just email me with your full name, and uh, the subject line, Angel Has Fallen. Whoever's the first one to get in touch with me after listening to this episode, you're getting that pair of tickets. So shoot me an email. 
Um, and let's get you to see that movie, and I'll be there so you can come say hi. So with that said, you can also join our Facebook group, like I said, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, which is where I'm going to do the next set of drawing for this movie screening. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing a lot more of these screenings in the future. So let's jump into today's conversation about Hobbs and Shaw. All right, so joining me today, we finally got a full episode with the Lady One from Screen Fix. Lady One, how you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, absolutely. We've been trying to get you on for quite a while now, um, but mm -hmm. I'm glad to finally have you here. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about, of course, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Do you think we'll, we'll use the Fast and Furious Presents title every time we mention the title? <laughs> it's so presumptuous. <laughs> it's it's <sighs> absolutely bananas. But, uh, you know, before we get into talking about this movie, uh, since last time you were here, you were just on the super episode and didn't get to introduce yourself to our listeners. Why don't you tell people a little about yourself and your podcast? Sure. Well, I am co-host on a podcast called Screen Fix, and we do the big movie releases that come out. Uh, we'll do like a breakdown of them, a little review, and then we fix them. So we give our ideas for casting changes, plot twists, maybe some exploring motivations, and we try to be really snarky and funny about it the whole time. <laughs> we do not take ourselves seriously. Yeah, I had a I had a good time on there uh, talking about uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and. Uh, yes. I'm I'm looking forward to coming back sometime because it's definitely a fun show and a fun approach to movies. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have you back soon. Got to make this nice. happen. Nice. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, let's start talking about Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. There we go. I said it again. Um, <laughs> why don't we? Uh, I we've already done a special episode here on the pod uh, with my parents, which was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> so we, we've talked a little bit about what the movie is and everything. So why don't we jump just straight into some puzzle pieces? What what do you got for your first puzzle piece on this movie? So my first couple of pieces are really obvious because the movie is not that creative or original. Mm. Uh, Possibly. So my first puzzle piece is just the James Bond series. We've got both our Shaws, our MI6 agents, the plot. There's a virus. We're going to Russia. The cars. Every It just screams James Bond. Except for instead of being sexy and stealth, it's like silly and loud. Right. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, this is like, this is like a bunch of like, I don't know, like video game dorks or something watched James Bond and said, I want to make that. But, yes. you know, the, <laughs> no subtlety, no, no, you know, no. No, nothing that makes it into a uh, particularly good film. Although, I mean, I, I had fun with it. I, you know, I'm not yeah. going to say it was absolutely terrible, but uh, it's pretty bad. But uh, I definitely had a little fun <laughs> with it. But, but yeah, to the puzzle piece, though, I, I absolutely, the, the James Bond series, you could see it's, uh, you know, handprints all over everything with this and, and, you know, all the spies and all that stuff. I mean, th these are people just like almost playing dress up, you know? Yes, totally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of jump right into my first puzzle piece because it goes right along with that. Um, I was going to talk about the Mission Impossible series, specifically Mission Impossible 2, 
uh, with the whole virus being in the girl and they have to transport her along the way and everything. And, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, the whole plot involves getting that virus out. Uh, so, I mean, I think specifically Mission Impossible 2, but of course, just like you are just talking with, with the James Bond series, the Mission Impossible mm-hmm. series basically all the exact same reasons i mean these are these are guys who wanted to make a bond mission impossible thing um but just you know amp it up with lots of red bull and all that yeah yeah and also mission impossible fallout because vanessa kirby is back again there you go yeah my dad in that movie (laughs) my dad whispered to me where's she from and I was like, <laughs> Mission Impossible Fallout. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> also, The Crown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I haven't watched that, She's I gotta say. But that is what I've heard. Yeah. And I, and I love her name, Hattie. Which is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot of great names in this movie, uh, and really in the whole series, but uh, yeah. Hattie. It's such a ridiculous name. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, uh, what do you got for your uh, next one? My next one is super obvious as well. It is literally a line spoken in the movie when Hattie asks, how long have you been working on the Death Star? Like that set design of the Russian base was Star Wars. Like it mm-hmm. it was just the Death Star straight up. Like, And calling it out is just acknowledging, <laughs> yeah, this is where we got the idea for the design. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> it, it's just classic, classic action. I mean, again, God, I not to not to repeat myself, but like I, I feel like this is just a, a a bunch of like dorky guys got together and watched these classic action series yeah. and was like, I want to do that. Um, you know, no, no actual you know particularly interesting idea to put on top of it. Just I want to do that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna again just piggyback right on on top of that puzzle piece uh because i was gonna mention specifically rogue one a star wars story um because of it being i you know i can't think of a bigger uh spinoff in in movies you know to to take such a huge series and try to do a spinoff and like try to actually make it work with just some characters or some story element and trying to mm-hmm. uh you know take that in a new direction i i think that that is kind of like they said well wow star wars did it maybe we can do that with this you know ever expanding fast and furious universe um which you know did it did the fast and furious need a spinoff you know <laughs> I, I i don't i don't know for sure necessarily but uh they they kind of proved that it could work, and I mean I'm not sure if they'll if they have other characters that could potentially spin off, but certainly uh, within this universe of just basically taking cars and James Bond and Mission Impossible <laughs> and you know just yeah. every action beat they can think of and throwing these uh, you know a lot a lot of globe trotting on it because that seems to be a ma- major point of the series as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, absolutely, uh, Rogue One was such a major spinoff from the star Wars series. And it was such a, a bold attempt at least. And I I think this, you know, is pretty, uh, pretty bold for them to even try. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's a perfect piece. That definitely makes sense of that. Right on. Uh, what do you got next? Now that we're getting into some, uh, you said some, some more out there pieces possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this one too, it actually, makes me think of what else they're going to do with this quote-unquote universe. When, mm. um, when they're in uh, Shaw's kind of 
lair, I guess you call it. And you were seeing all of his cars and he has his Mini Cooper from a job he did in Italy. Um, the Italian mm. job is the obvious reference there. But are we trying to imply that Handsome Rob is an alias for Deckard Shaw and is the Italian job part of the Fast and Furious <sighs> universe now? Like, can Mark Wahlberg show up as Charlie? Is this possible now? That's a very, very good point. I actually forgot about that. But in the in the moment, I did notice like, oh, is this an Italian job reference? And I completely mm-hmm. forgot about that. Um, yeah. Wow. That that that's a really good point. <laughs> anything <laughs> and is yeah, possible I, now. Anything is possible. And quite frankly, I mean, these movies are such pure, just spectacle and don't have to make sense. I mean, they could totally pull that off. And especially, you know, I'm sure we'll be talking about the cameos more and more as we get into this. Why not yes. cameo a movie? Can a yeah. movie have a cameo in a movie rather than a, an actor? <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's a new one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's really weird. But yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, that's another another funny thing is how like they they just had to have car chases in this because it's fast and furious, even though really for this particular story, it kind of made no sense. It was just like just shoved in there. We got to have cars, you know. (laughs) <laughs> we, totally. we we have we have a super soldier and we have uh these two cartoonish you know super spies but we gotta have cars lots yeah. of cars <laughs> well yeah italian job is a uh definitely a good one um so uh for my next puzzle piece uh so again i i don't want to i don't want to seem like i'm shitting on this movie too much here but uh <laughs> it is exactly what you think it's going to be yeah exactly it is um <laughs> And, you know, one difference from the Fast and Furious series is I feel like this this one and this piece is maybe a little bit of a cheat, but uh, I feel like this movie is inspired by every The Rock movie, Um, everything from Jumanji to (laughs) Rampage to uh, San Andreas, like every one of these just kind of. And, and I will stick up for Rampage all day because I love that movie. But all, all these very like averageish action movies where The Rock is just The Rock and he's never really a character. It's just The mm-hmm. Rock, you know, and, and it just plays off of the public persona. And they're all very, very safe. Um, they all have a couple of all right CGI action moments and it's basically all they are. And they appeal to the most broad audience i think that this movie is taking what's already a pretty broad concept with the fast and furious movies and just Mm -hmm. trying to appeal even further to just absolutely everybody just like every rock movie yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) this is like a highlight reel for him it is it absolutely is it's it's yeah it's it's now look at this and cast me in in another uh two movies per year for the next decade please Oh, and I will see them all. Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got next? Uh, my next one is my last sort of a little piece, mm-hmm. which is, again, just a straight up reference in the movie. It's a line they say we're being chased by the Terminator. Like Brixton's super soldier is so Terminator. The way he just goes into every situation because he's unstoppable. So he's mm-hmm. just bold and confident and just just unfazed by these our heroes essentially um that's how he's playing it and he's playing it well he is yeah you. he's he's definitely uh you know he's such a great actor and he's yes. he's 
he's doing his best here with the material. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't get to do enough, I think. Like they they don't yeah. go into all of his cybernetic upgrades and all that, but I mean, he does he does have a little fun with the role and absolutely term the terminator is a you know a great puzzle piece and you know if they had gone more into his you know human cyborg upgrades and all that stuff it, it would have definitely made for a more interesting movie but they go into it a little bit and yeah. all of that is straight out of the terminator yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I will actually go with my next puzzle piece, which also uh, deals with uh, Idris Elba's villain, um, but it's actually the villain, the main villain that he answers to, uh, which is just a voice that we never really get to see, uh, mm-hmm. and I thought of Inspector Gadget's Dr. Claw. Um, oh, I did too! <laughs> <laughs> There's probably other examples of this throughout uh, cinema, but that that character that you don't really get to see, you just get to hear him talk uh, the whole time. But I, And quite frankly, there were these rumors going around all year. It was almost distracting because there was rumors all year that jo- uh, John Wick, that, that Keanu Reeves <laughs> was going to be in this movie. And I thought the whole time it was going to reveal at the end that it was Keanu Reeves the whole time. So I kept waiting for that reveal and it never came and it was almost kind of distracting. But I still love it because it kind of adds to the like cartoon feel of this movie. Very much so. I totally wrote down Inspector Gadget. I was like, this director is Dr. Claw all day. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a just, again, I mean, how ridiculous that this series has gotten here. I mean, there's been a lot of like articles, think pieces about how like we really are going to get to Fast and Furious in space within the next couple of movies. I mean, we're, we're already at cartoon <laughs> characters, you know, and yes. Black Superman, you know, <laughs> like, the, yeah. it, it's going so off the rails. And I mean, that's, that's why, like you said, I'll be there for all of them. I, that's why I... I'm still going to see these movies because they're so ridiculous. And, you know, while I think this one tries a little too hard to be ridiculous instead of actually being ridiculous, um, I, I, I'm still going to be there every time because just for the promise of just really the most insane series out there each time, it's just so dumb and (laughs) just so just just too much. It really does. Yeah, Yeah, it really, it really does. Um, you know, this I mean, totally, you know, on another point, but the, the scene with the rock, you know, pulling the helicopter. And I mean, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff is what we're there for. And yes. if we have to sit through a bunch of really bad jokes along the way, I guess, I guess we'll have to do that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worth it. Absolutely. So uh, what do you got for your next puzzle piece? So actually, my last puzzle piece, since we both had Inspector Gadget, is that scene that you just mentioned with the rock and the helicopter. He Mm -hmm. bare hands a chain that is attached to a helicopter. Like, (laughs) the skin should have ripped from his hands and then his arm should have flown off his body. This is an insane moment. I started giggling out loud at how wild it was. And then later I was like, oh, yeah, like Captain America in Captain America Civil War. And Mm. he's just holding the helicopter down as Bucky tries to escape. And in that movie... Cap is struggling and he's a superhero. Meanwhile, The Rock is just like grabbing a chain and he's fine. Yeah. Like, it's wild. <laughs> These people are just pure superheroes and, and nothing yeah. sets them up as it, but that's exactly what they are. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to explain how he's able to barehand a chain that's attached to a helicopter. <laughs> that's absolutely. Oh Who my God. It? It's so freaking ridiculous. And you know what? Uh, I didn't even think of it, but we could uh, throw the hurricane heist in there too when they hang on to a yes. chain in order to 
pulled on from the hurricane. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, great, great, great piece, absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, I've got. Uh, I actually have three more, so I okay. will uh, just make my way through these, and they're all pretty basic comparisons here, but uh, the first one I wanted to mention is uh, just music videos in general. Um, I think we get five montages, if I counted correctly, <laughs> set to big hip-hop beats. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, th- those scenes eat up like a solid like 20 minutes of the movie at least <laughs> which by the way this movie is way too long but that, so that's long. just another another point but uh yeah no we, we get all these damn montages and they absolutely just feel like music videos every single one of them mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I just wanted to throw that one in there uh also you know we we haven't really talked about the cameos yet we might as well talk about them a little bit um and it kind of reminded me a little bit of the expendables with just like trying to get every major star of action movies in here i mean you know we only only have a few in this one but i have a feeling if they you know hobbs and shaw did pretty well yeah they do a sequel i'm sure that they're going to expand on that and do like probably 10 freaking cameos in the next one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds, um, probably the best scenes of the movie or, or at totally. least the funniest scenes. Um, and actually Kevin Hart, who I, I don't love normally is really, really funny in this. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. I was yeah. kind of hoping he was going to stick around for the rest of the movie when he showed up. Yeah, absolutely. He's, yeah. he's got some really great moments. Um, and uh, maybe in our closing thoughts, you can tell some people about your your theory with Ryan Reynolds. But um, <laughs> and uh, the one other puzzle piece I was going to mention uh, was John Wick three uh, mm-hmm. specifically because of some of the cool color and lighting effects that they they started to do in some of the fight scenes, and then they quickly abandon it. But um, there's certainly <laughs> a few fight scenes where uh, they are at least trying to play with the cinematography and and lighting to try to do some interesting, cool uh, cool moments. And you know, I, I I still am kind of in awe of John Wick three. I know you didn't like it as much as I did, but um, <laughs> you know, some of those moments are just so beautifully shot, and yeah. I, I I think that they're absolutely i i think that they were looking even though it's so recent it's only six months ago i mean this movie probably was shot in a weekend um (laughs) (laughs) done in all all posts so it's certainly possible (laughs) so uh yeah i mean that that's basically all i got too i mean this is like you said it's such a surface level movie there's not like there's not much inspiring to it i i mean they they looked at these things like the bonds and the mission impossibles and, mm-hmm. and said, let's, let, let's do that and throw a couple jokes in there. I mean, you know, let's, let's run down the finished puzzle list. We'll get into our closing thoughts already, but um, the finished puzzle includes the James Bond series, the mission impossible series, and specifically mission impossible Two, the star Wars series and specifically rogue one, a star Wars story, the Italian job, the rock movies, the Terminator, uh, Inspector Gadget, Captain America Civil War. Uh, we've got, what do we got here? Uh, John Wick 3, music video montages, and The Expendables. So yeah, that, that, that's, that's, our, that's our puzzle pieces right there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, 
I, you know, when trying to recommend this movie, I just don't know. I like, I, I've talked so much shit about it, but I did enjoy it. You know, it's like, I, I did have a good time. I, I told a couple friends that the first 30 minutes is pretty much unbearably bad. It, it, it's all the scenes in the trailer just expanded and the trailer was pretty awful to begin with. Um, it, it's all the worst things about this movie are in that first 30 minutes. If you can make it through it, you've got some great cameos in the middle to that really, you know, bring in some fun. And then you've got a genuinely fun last 40 minutes of action. That's yeah. like, you know, that the over the top action you would hope from a fashion, the furious spinoff, um, do you have any closing thoughts on the movie? I do. I guess we gotta we gotta talk about the director. Sure. Um, our unseen villain who is just a voice commanding Brixton all movie. Mm-hmm. I kind of was wondering who it was. I had a feeling who I think it is, and then in the last scene where he's talking through, I think it's the helicopter to Hobbs and Shaw. It just the cadence just sounded like Ryan Reynolds and only Ryan Reynolds, and, and- I just think it's got to be him. I think it's a great theory. I I mean, again, it it plays perfectly into the whole cartoon character thing of this. Mm-hmm. It plays perfectly into the Bond thing of this and Mission Impossible with the double crosses. I mean, yes. it's I I'm quite frankly surprised that they didn't straight up reveal it within this movie. I mean that that takes a lot to assume that they're going to get to do another one of these. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I absolutely you told me this theory uh on Twitter and I completely <laughs> I think I'm on board with this. I I think you're absolutely right. Um and god, they got to get Ryan Reynolds back if they do do another one. I mean, I don't even know that I want another one unless they get him back. And then yes, it's the yeah. perfect direction for this to go. Um and he does such a great job in the role. He's so so funny. He's yes. perfect. Yeah, he was my favorite part of this movie for sure. <laughs> Do you want another one of these or would you rather a different spinoff or would you rather another Fast and Furious? I think I'm down with this weird direction that it's going in as it keeps expanding outward. So I think I'd want like a Hobbs and Shaw's because you can have Hattie back again. Sure. And then, and then maybe Dinkley. Hobbs and Shaw's and Dinkley, which was the Kevin Hart character. Uh, and then we got to have uh, the director back. He's got, yes. It's got to be Ryan Reynolds. I think it has to be. So, so get the, yeah, the whole crew together. Better, better plot, maybe. <laughs> might, yeah. as, might as well bring Idris Elba back, too. Just make him this time like 75% robot, you know, just get his brain <laughs> or something. Yeah, they rebuilt him. It's fine. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh, is, is there another Fast and the Furious character you could imagine there being a spinoff with? Um, I feel like. I was reading all the notes on on these movies and there's trivia is a bold term to use to describe the fact that Michelle Rodriguez has not been in four of these movies. And I feel mm. like you just got to go. She you owe her now. Yeah, well, absolutely. Like, she missed four of them. Let's go see what's going on over there. Why not? Here's here's an idea. OK, I don't know who's listening. But Fast and Furious presents whatever Michelle Rodriguez's character's name is. I have no clue. But (laughs) you bring it back to that actual Fast and Furious feel of the first one. And she gets to carry out a real actual car movie, you know, plot that's not super spies and all that shit. Yes, please. I think that would be awesome. They can run in two different directions. They can make all the rock ones absolutely insane world saving and all the Mm -hmm. Michelle Rodriguez ones grounded in reality with cars. Yes. Why not? And then just please give me triple X four. Yeah. 
uh, <laughs> well, uh, I think, you know, I think we about covered it. I mean, there's, there's not that much to say about this damn movie. I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous, deep. but it's, 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 it's fun and it's fun to talk about. Uh, yeah. Did you see anything else recently that you'd like to recommend? I can't even think that I have. Mm. No, no, the last movie I saw in, well, actually, this was the last movie I saw in theaters. Before that was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mm. fell asleep in both of them at different points. Oh. Um, I got to, I got to, I guess I got to get like a better mattress or something because yeah. I fell asleep in public. <laughs> I, just, I just went back and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last night and I liked it even better the second time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think great. I owe it a second watch then. I think you do. I mean, you might have slept through a good part. I mean, there's a lot of good parts. So <laughs> <laughs> Every time I woke up, they were still driving. So, I don't mm. know. Well, there's I mean, a lot I, of driving. I could watch an easy hour of of Brad Pitt driving. No question. I think you did. I think, I think that's I in the did. movie. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah. You're you're 100% right. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, where can people find you and your podcast? So you can find me on Twitter at the lady one. That's uh, W A N, as in Obi Wan. Um, you can listen to our show, Screen Fix, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all the good stuff. And you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Screen Fix Pod. We post all our episodes on there, and we're very active with hashtag Film Twitter. What are you guys? <laughs> uh, what are you guys doing next? Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to be like a three-hour episode if you're fixing it. So <laughs> there's a lot of things to fix. Yeah. Right on. Well, thanks so much for being here, and uh, maybe we'll get you back again sometime. Yes, yes, and we're going to have you back on ours again soon. My name is Toby. I'm one of the hosts of the Secret Transmission Podcast. We do a satire show all about conspiracies, UFOs, the paranormal, cryptozoology, true crime, and much more. Our show was transmitted to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and many other podcast apps. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Transpod. We hope you come listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. All right, hope you enjoyed that conversation about Hobbs and Shaw. It was a short one, but we're going to have a lot of long episodes, short episodes, special episodes, all kinds of episodes coming your way. Uh, this week coming up, we have an episode on The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I mean, that couldn't be any more different from Hobbs and Shaw. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got all kinds of movies to cover, and... Uh, some of them are, you know, deeper movies with lots of puzzle pieces to get into, and some of them are just silly action movies. And speaking of silly action movies, remember, we've got that screening of Angel Has Fallen coming up at Town Square, Las Vegas on August 20th, 7 p.m. And if you want to skip the line and get in and get two free tickets, email me, bydavidrosen at gmail.com. First person that hears this and emails me is getting on that list just email me your full name and uh the subject line angel has fallen and then of course join our facebook group popcorn and puzzle pieces where we'll be giving out four more sets of tickets so we got plenty of ways to get tickets to this and we'll be doing a lot more giveaways in the future 
So uh, with that said, I think that about covers it for today. A reminder, as always, to please make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. And you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing if you did that. You can follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Check out our website, PiecingPod.com. And hey, that's it. That's what you could do. That's enough stuff, I think. Uh, let's leave you guys with a piece of music. Something action-packed for this uh, Hobbs and Shaw episode. What did I What did I use on the uh, the last Hobbs and Shaw episode? I don't remember. Oh yeah, that's right. I used Cut Open. So uh, what's another good action-packed track? I know I've played this on the show before, but the song Burnout from my album Head Like Fire, that's another good action-packed track. So let's use that one. That would fit in Hobbs and Shaw, I think. So enjoy Burnout, and we will be back really soon with another Piecing It Together.